Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Good stuff. We were just doing the math uh, pre-show Well, how long we've been doing this show, and uh, we're coming up on our fourth anniversary of Summoner's Call. Is that not crazy? It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild how time flies when you're having fun talking about Fire Emblem Heroes, and the game's not slowing down. It just keeps going. Uh, We have new special heroes to talk about tonight. Um, They were in the game last week, uh, but we're going to talk about them in detail uh, today. But before we do that, I'm going to run down the banners. We have uh, the Weekly Revival Banner 6 running. Heroes with Spurn or Repel going into the 25th. Legendary Hero Remix going into the 26th. New Heroes and Ascended Joshua going to the 27th. Tempest Trials going into the 27th. Like Clockwork going into the 31st. Omega Special Heroes Special Hero Revival until the 31st. Nawi and Nas Battle going to the 31st as well. Hostile Spring Special Heroes Revival going to the 31st. Double Special Heroes going into the 4th of February. Dark Desert Rituals Special Heroes Revival going until the 6th of February. And finally, Of Lost Kingdoms, the new banner we're going to discuss going until the 16th. Um, now, Eddie, I know you did a lot of summoning on this banner and you pretty much discussed all of that last week. Uh, and yep. I am here to say that I also have no summoning to speak of uh, because I have not really summoned. I've gotten a few free summons, and I don't think anything really came out of it. I uh, might have gotten one four-star boost, but I don't even remember who that was. Uh, I think I got a Leo somewhere, so if I didn't mention that uh, last week, I got that. But it was off of some random. It was either, you know, just randomly... If I mentioned it last week, it was during last week's one. Otherwise, it was off of a free summon randomly. So, Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do any summoning. Um, I think I can't really remember. Well, you know what? I got super lucky on that uh, new banner of Lost Kingdoms. I got a Azura right off the bat, and I, I think it kind of it kind of made me slow down. And, and also... Already iffy about summoning on it, because Azura was probably the only one you were interested in. And Yeah. Getting early meant, yeah, you're good. <laughs> I was good. Uh, but you know what? We do want to discuss those heroes, so we'll get to that in just a bit. But before we do, Eddie's going to run down all the fun events happening in the next week. Yes. On the 26th, we have a new skills banner for Luna skills, as well as the login bonus for the upcoming voting gauntlet. That voting gauntlet starts on the 29th, but between then, uh, between the login bonus and the gauntlet, we do also have the new mythic hero and associated battle along with returns of any battles on the banner with them, launching on the 28th. Uh, Before the calendar winds up for the week, we have also a new round of Pawns of Loki, starting on the 31st. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, to look a little bit further ahead, we were talking about the Fae anniversary, and uh, we always like to look forward to Fae channels, and I think we were sort of going back and forth. We feel like next week, not this week, but next week, should have a Fae channel drop for the Fae anniversary. Uh, it means we're going to have one more episode of Summoner's Call where we're not likely talking about the anniversary, but um, usually early February, right? I mean, we may get the drop on the 30th, uh, but it'll either be the night we record on the 31st 
or the first of February, if not before. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, one of the big things that they'll be mentioning during that, yeah, uh, I believe you were gonna tell mention bring up, yeah. Bit. Yeah, so the Choose Your Legends six is running right now. It just uh, it started uh, last week. Um, you can vote until January twenty seventh, which is uh, likely um, will let us know when the Fate Channel will be coming. Because usually, right after that or shortly after that, they tally all the votes and then they announce the winners during the Fate Anniversary uh, Fate Channel. But the top two female choices and top two male choices will get Brave Hero versions around August seems to be the pattern uh rewards for voting include 100 platinum uh points for the first vote and wallpapers for three and six votes i think the wallpapers are last year's brave heroes as well as um book four art or no sorry book five art because we're on book six right now so those are the wallpapers and um Eddie, we got interim results, which basically yes. is what half, half, half the campaign, right? More or less. I mean, yeah. there is no exact half because it's seven days worth of voting. So, you know, yeah, and we're on day five, I think, or is it day six already? Day five, I think. It is day five. Yeah. Either way, it feels like day whatever. Man, it feels like this. It feels like the CYL has been going for a while, but uh, also feels honestly like it's been going very quick but uh, they did announce these interim results uh, a bit of a surprise to see uh on the female side tiki top billing um yes. i didn't think tiki with from awakening was that popular but she's up there so yeah there you and go this is adult tiki from awakening followed by byleth in second place which makes sense mm-hmm. uh, but topping the non-player character uh, three houses roster is Bernadetta. Yeah. Uh, so I like to see that. I loved uh, Bernadetta. She was one of my favorite characters. Um, I also remember last year commenting on the CYL that Byleth on both the female and male side were uh, fairly down the, the roster. I think they did make their way closer to the top five, but they were in the top 10. But to see female Byleth kind of shoot up to uh, second place, Obviously, we don't have numbers. We don't have standings. We we only yeah. have the standings. We don't have the actual numbers uh, for each of these characters. But um, on the male side, you've got Krom, who's finally, finally going to maybe possibly get a brave version. <laughs> I feel like he always gets close, and he always gets snubbed. And there's still time for that to happen. They're definitely. Weird. I, I wonder if they use the voting gauntlet-style uh, voting process here. <laughs> Oh, they don't. They don't. I mean, this is almost straight up, you know, based on popularity. So yes, true. This is this is straight up popularity. Because as far as I can tell, they are forcing you to sign into a Nintendo account that limits doesn't prevent, but limits the amount of vote stacking you can do. True. So. I think it'd be very difficult for you to have. I mean, I guess if you had multiple Nintendo accounts, you could like log in and vote multiple times, but. Um, second, uh, on the male side is Seleth from Genealogy of the Holy War. So getting out of the, uh, North American, uh, the non, sorry, how do I put this? The, the North American releases and going Japanese only. I think this might be the first time I, I know we had Eric. Do we have Eric? No, they were all. Yeah. This might be the first time we get yep. a Japanese only hero. Yep. Uh, the highest Japanese only hero in the women's side is the Lena down at spot 11. Right. Um, 
She might be the only one because she's from the Binding Blade, which is technically Japanese only. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's good to see. You know, I mean, obviously, you can check. We'll have a link in the show notes. You can kind of go through the roster here, but obviously, all of this can change. Previous years, this um, interim results has certainly changed. Um, yes. There's as of this posting, there's three more days of voting, so that's that's quite a bit of uh, a wiggle room there. Uh, we don't know the numbers, how close these guys are, so um, it's hard to say. But uh, one other thing to note is that matching Bernadetta on the female side, Felix is taking the third place spot right now. So we got three houses in third place on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Byleth is a little bit further back here, down in sixth place for male Byleth. Yeah. Yeah, male Byleth is a little further down. And you know what? Honestly, if I had to make a prediction, I'd probably say I could see female Byleth falling out of the second place and having Bernadetta or another three houses hero pop up. I mean, as much as we love Byleth, I, I I don't think she or he is as popular as a lot of the other characters that are present in that game. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, but, you know, you also got um, on the female side, you got all three or three of the uh, player characters right up there in the top ten with Corrin down at four and Robin at seven. Uh, Robin's beating Byleth on the male side and male Corrin is way down at 15th, so. Seems that the women are just more popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, let's uh, we'll we'll check in with the CYL six when we return next week. We'll probably have an idea of who won. And for those wondering about our voting, mine is no surprise. Uh, and apparently, I never made it clear, but I am go by Dralfir in the Discord. But uh, <laughs> I uh, am, of course, voting Lissa every time. So I am not a f- participating in cyl as most people would consider it because i think highest list i ever got was like 112 or something yeah i i for me i'm uh voting for i've been voting for dorothea uh just because i really liked her when i was playing three houses but i also like bernadetta and i'm really glad that she's uh she's she's so high up on the list honestly i might i might switch i might strategically vote uh, I might switch over and vote for Bernadetta to make sure she gets there. You hate Byleth that much, huh? I don't hate Byleth. I like Byleth. I just think Bernadette is more interesting, to be honest. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, it's tough to can't say. Disagree. Byleth is, you know, kind of a blank slate intentionally. So yes, as are Robin and Corin, kind of blank slates. Corin's probably the most interesting to a degree, and she's or they are still kind of a blank slate. Mm-hmm. So, which is intentional because you're supposed to view yourself as those characters. But characters who you don't view yourself as are our new set of special heroes of Lost Kingdoms. As we mentioned last week, uh, this is another desert-themed country banner. Uh, This one of the Lost Kingdom of Hatari from the Tellius games, themed off of. Uh, We don't know if there's going to be another desert desert country next year, but... We will see next January what they decide to do. And as we mentioned last week, we got Carla, Zane, uh, Nyla, who is the queen of the Hatari. Uh, despite her kingdom having been lost, she is still considered their queen. Uh, joining Duo Azura and Dean is out on the Tempest Trials uh, from Shadows of Valentia. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I mean, kicking things off, we have Nyla, the Hatari Scorcher. Nyla is the queen of Hatari, a nation of Tellius that lies beyond the desert. The staff she's carrying is an example of traditional Hatari craftsmanship, featuring some gorgeous gold work paired with an aggressive-looking set of horns. Nyla is a red infantry beast unit wielding royal Hatari fang, which enables Kanto... Uh, Re, uh, remember, or is that rem- is it, I should remaining remaining? Thank remember, remaining plus one, uh, while transformed, accelerates special trigger cooldown count minus one. If unit initiates combat or is within two spaces of an ally, grants attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus five to unit, and neutralizes effects that uh, guarantee foes follow up attacks or prevent units follow up attacks during combat. She has a new skill in the A slot called Sturdy Surge. If unit initiates combat, grants attack plus 7, defense plus 10 uh, to unit during combat, and also if unit deals damage to foe using a special, restores HP equal to X percent of unit's max HP. The X is equal to unit's max special cooldown count value times 20, plus 10 to a max of 100. Triggers even if zero damage is dealt. Rounding out her kit is Luna as a special lull speed slash defense three in the B slot and glare in the C slot. And glare is a common one that uh, Nyla comes with. Um, might even I don't know if she has a specialized version, but pretty sure all the other versions of Nyla have glare. And of course, as an infantry beast unit, she has the standard beast transformation rules mm-hmm. attached to her. Yeah. So. Yeah, she uh, she seems like a bit of a powerhouse. Uh, I I honestly, if I was to go back to the banner, I would probably try to summon for her, um, just because she seems like she's got a really good, really good setup in terms of her powers. And I I gotta admit, um, I really like the the restore HP move where when you when you trigger your special, you restore HP on that attack. I I really like that. Uh, it's really great for Tempest Trials, which is like kind of my main mode in the game at this stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because especially with auto battle, you don't have to worry about it. It triggers during auto battle. You don't have to. You don't have to do it yes. manually. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. she, she looks great. I mean, honestly, like she looks more like a souped-up version from her normal. Uh, yeah, like with Tharja last year, this version is not insanely different from the normal version because this is what the character normally is or does Mm -hmm. so it you know makes sense that it's not that different from what they normally wear yeah i agree for sure that's a really good observation uh with tharja last year that's it's it's yeah very very so it's very similar in uh to that scenario and um yeah but uh Joining her is Carla, Sun Piercing Seal. Uh, this also shows that what seems to sort of be the theme of this one, uh, which is like uh, um, Nyla's uh, healing move. Uh, Carla has a similar move. I think it's attached to her weapon here. Uh, but uh, let's go over. Uh, I'll get to that in a moment. Carla from Blazing Blade shows up here as an alt or with an alt as a blue lance infantry unit. She is wielding the dry blade lance, which boosts her special, and at the start of turn one gives her a cooldown count minus two, while at the start of combat, if she has a quarter health or more, she gets attack speed plus six during combat and deals damage equal to X percentage when her special trigger. X here is determined by her max uh, special cooldown count 
times 10 plus an additional 20. Uh, so she does that percentage extra damage. To calculate that weapon effect, she does come with Draconic Aura as a special. And while she has no new, sh new skills, she also comes with Special Spiral and Odd Tempests. So we kind of have that uh, similar, you know, special cooldown times 10 plus, plus a certain amount. Uh, although it's 20 times 20 plus 10 for Nyla. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. So it, it seems like that might be the pattern on the banner then. Uh, I don't know. Maybe just on those two. I'm just looking ahead here. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to use Azura, so I'm not, I'm not super certain, but um, it's nice to see. Car this is Carla's first alt you said, right? So it's nice to see that. Uh, that I can remember. I may be missing one, but yeah, that, uh, this is a first salt. This is a, it may not be an entire theme on the banner, but it is kind of like a new thing that we've not seen before, you know, and may pop up more often in the future. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's good that Carla got an ult. But yeah, Carla was a sword unit and her brother Carol shows up and yeah, that's, that's about all to say there. <laughs> all right well there you go yeah you got the f whole backstory of carla and carol there you go oh i'm sure there's more to them but i don't remember much from blazing blade and so was she in blazing um, blade oh yeah okay oh there you go uh, i mean like i said i don't remember much so I, I was going off of what the game said and it just said fire emblem which stands for blazing blade because mm. oh. if it's binding blade it usually says that yeah no that's true that's true well, I mean, hey, th this is one that we know and love. Zane, the Desert Mirage. Here's Zane, the cheeky little trickster who's a master of disguise. This time he's bringing his ir irrepressible energy to the martial arts festival of Atari, the kingdom of Tellius that lies at the far reaches of the desert. Zane is a colorless staff infantry unit wielding Serpentine Staff Plus, where foe cannot recover HP during or after combat. After combat, if unit attacked, deals 7 damage to and inflicts deep wounds on target and foes within 2 spaces of target. No new skills as Zane is the 4-star unit on the banner, but rounding out his kit is Psychic Plus as an assist, Miracle as a special, Defense slash Resistance Solo 3 in the A slot, and Dazzling Staff 3 in the B slot. So Eddie, you uh, summoned this fine fellow uh, to upgrade yes. your Lissa, right? Oh, yeah, I got one early on. I think, like, for my free summon ring, I got one Zane. And uh, was, you know, grabbing that staff to give it to Lissa. Whether I'll use it on her or not, not 100% sure. But, I mean, stopping their healing and doing damage, and I believe Deep Wounds prevents healing as well on multiple characters is pretty useful. Mm -hmm. You know, especially in, like, Aether Rays, it could be pretty useful, too, when someone's got their, you know, healing tower running. So... That's a good point. But, uh, by the way, it's Physic 1. Physic Plus, not Psychic Plus. Oh. Yeah. But okay. Zane, Zane, once again, uh, the four-star unit on the banner, as he was in his Halloween appearance. So, not not sure what he's done to deserve to be locked in four-star prison. But well, evidently, he in, keeps pulling in pranks. special prison twice, so... <laughs> <laughs> he's been locked in special-only prison twice, and four star on both of them so he, he's really been disappointed them over at is yeah well he keeps 
stealing people's lunches in, in the break room, maybe. I have no idea. He's he's a trickster. You can't stop him. Um, yeah, well, let's but, let's talk about the duo hero on the banner. Yes. Azura, the Hatari duet. For the new duo hero, we have a harmonized hero, a pair of dancers or singers, and Azura from Fates and Leanne from Path of Radiance, who join as a harmonized green cavalry tome dancer. Their harmonized skill grants resonance blades to them and allies from the same titles as them, and grants a num- another action to an ally with the highest HP within two spaces who has already acted and is from one of the titles the two are from. Even if that ally has singer dance, uh, Zer and Leanne are excluded, and uh, at least this version, the duo hero, are excluded, and ties on it on the qualifications cause the effect not to happen. So if two people have the same amount of HP and both have both acted, neither one of them will get an extra action. They wield the Dancing Flames, which grants them attack plus three, and if Sing or Dance is used, it grants plus six to all four stats of adjacent allies. Also, at the start of combat, if they have 25% or more HP, they get attack speed plus six during combat. They come with Azura's unique assist skill, Gray Waves, and a new skill called Crossbur Res, which grants Res plus 5 to allies in cardinal directions during combat. They also come with Tier 4 Fury and SR Far Trace. So, yeah. Solid addition to the Harmonized Hero Collection. Yes. Uh, it, you can't go wrong with Azura uh, on a banner. She's really great. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about... Uh, what was it? It's, it's, is it Leanne? Is yes. That, yeah, I don't know much about she's, obviously Telia's series, but um, yeah, she's the heron. We already have her in here with her brother, or I think her brother. Uh, she's heron. She's a dancer or a singer, and uh, does like auto healing on her base version. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense to pair them together. Yep, she threw me off when the picture when the trailer first came out because I didn't notice her wings in the background, so I was looking through. Path of Radiance for any other blonde women that look similar to her. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's there's Leanne, but I didn't see wings, so it's not her. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there are wings there. There's definitely wings in the in the. Yeah, air. I didn't notice them the first time I watched the trailer. Well, watching it, it back later, I noticed them. Yeah. I mean, looking at the Meet, Meet the Heroes page, they kind of blend into the white background, right? The white wings and the yeah. white and gray background. So... Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily hold it against you, but yeah, they've, uh, you know, Azura bringing Azura out again, like getting fates on the banner. Like I'm honestly surprised they held back and didn't put a, uh, any, any three houses characters in here. So kudos to them. Part of me wonders if, uh, this recent banner is part of why she's number six on the CYL because I don't think she's been quite that high for a while. This is Azura. Yeah. Yeah. Azura's number six up on CYL. Yeah, because we just got a new Azura. That's why she's up there. She's pretty high up. I mean, again, like when you look at, I mean, it's funny if you look at this. Like, there's not much fates. There's two characters for fates, and it's uh, Corin and Azura. I don't even think there is any. There's there's some fates on the male banner, but they're way down, uh, way down the roster. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm always I'm always glad to see Azura back in the game. She's uh she's a really good character, so um makes sense to include her here. Uh but a new character that uh they've also added in the Tempest Trials is Dean 
bladed sandstorm. We've got one tough customer coming to the Hatari Festival. Here's Dean, a swordsman who made a name for himself in Valencia, and he's arrived dressed up in traditional garb. Dean is available as a reward from the Tempest Trials running right now and as a colorless dagger cavalry unit. Dean wields Bone Carver Plus, where at start of combat, if unit's HP is greater than or equal to 25%, grants attack slash speed plus 5 to unit during combat. And also, if unit attacked, deals 7 damage to target and foes within 2 spaces of target after combat. Also has effect dagger 7. No new skills, but rounding out his kit is Swap as an assist, speed slash defense snag 3 in the B slot, and odd speed wave 3 in the C slot. Now, if there's any confusion, Dean was actually in uh, Shadows of Valentia. He's the character everyone ignored when they went and uh, recruited Sonya. So, <laughs> it was a weird decision. You have to choose Dean or Sonya, and I don't know anyone who went after Dean. <laughs> yeah, so he appears for a mission, and I can't even remember. Do you, like, fight him instead of Sonya, or do you just, is he completely yeah, I- ignored? can't remember either i can't remember if it's you go and fight sonia and when you win you recruit her or if you go and fight dean and because you killed him sonia joins you it's it's been a while since i played through it so i don't remember exactly how they handled that but it was like pick one but i'm glad you mentioned that because honestly i would have been like i don't remember this guy at all but now that you mention it yeah they're both hired by grief and uh huh okay well there you go so if you also recruited Sonya, you may now you now know who Dean is, and he's in the game. He's part of the Tempest Trials, so look forward to that. Uh, well, Eddie, that is the special heroes that were added to the game when we uh, last recorded, but uh, we've gone over them now, and we are all set to move into... Uh, I'm calling it the Outrealm Gate, but honestly, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to call it the... Eddie, have you found your 3DS? And as of right now, the answer is no. I've started searching a little, but work and tiredness and distraction by Elder Scrolls Online and Destiny 2 have uh, have not succeeded yet. So <laughs> I've mostly given you a hard time because we were we are not planning to start our Awakening playthrough just yet. Um, we're letting the dust settle uh, on uh, our last game club as Fire Emblem Warriors uh, was was quite a quite a chunk of work. Positive thing is, once I find it, because I'm going to be positive and say I am going to find it at some point, but once I find it, I don't have to worry about finding the game cartridge because I downloaded it. There you go. That's a bonus. Yeah, so we'll check in next week, see how Eddie's doing with his 3DS search. And again, I'm, I'm only kidding. I'm not trying to put undue pressure on Eddie. We will start Awakening when uh, the 3DS turns up. I'm sure it is around. Um, it's one of those things where I think that you... It, it it's it's a device that we're not playing currently because we have the switch and our xboxes and stuff like we have new technology but i doubt it's something that you uh you put away permanently i'm sure it's around there somewhere not something i sold or intentionally got rid of but there is the small chance that at some point i was uh messing with something on it took it to work and accidentally left it in a bus and it will never be heard from again Oh no! I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm trying to be positive and saying I put it somewhere in here, and I just don't know where I put it. And I will stick to that. I'm sure it's around there. It's a small device. It could easily get tucked away. You just gotta 
keep it sounds like you're keeping the faith so that's good we'll check in next week we'll see how you're doing but yes the intention is to look at fire emblem awakening next and uh you know what if it comes to it we will sort out some alternative uh alternatives but uh, as of right now fire emblem awakening is is on the list and uh down the road we will look to do a special discussion for um tokyo mirage sessions sharp fe uh and uh yeah that'll be that'll be next so lots to look forward to in 2022 for game club um we didn't talk about it earlier but there's like some rumors running around about you know what fire emblem could look like in 2022 and 2023 we've certainly talked about our favorite uh, or or uh what we're look what we would like to see but uh, as of right now it, it looks like we might be getting some new fire emblem in the next couple of years but it's only a rumor at this stage so i don't want to like i want to get anyone's hopes up but uh, i think both eddie and i are, are crossing our fingers for some new fire emblem this year yeah but you know i am very much until nintendo says that i'm not gonna believe it type thing so that R- is rumor healthy. all you want but you know number of times people have gotten severely disappointed by that brand new switch uh pro or switch 2 or whatever that doesn't actually happen and or just turns out to be the same switch guts with a new tv screen yep you know you were not wrong for an extra 50 dollars it's one of those things where you're uh you're in the right you're on the right side of history by not uh not giving into the rumors because there's a lot of them and uh, sometimes that stuff is leaked on purpose by Nintendo or by companies in general, just to let stuff yeah, but uh, until get they out there. confirm it. You know, it's not set in stone. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm saying like it's just and to even lead then, it's astray. not guaranteed to be set in stone. <laughs> exactly, things change all the time, and uh, you know what? Uh, we are due for a Nintendo Direct probably in the next couple months, alongside that Fae Channel. And uh, I don't know if you'd call it a Fae Channel, but I remember. Before Fire Emblem Heroes was coming out, there was more. There was a Fire Emblem Direct, which was which was mostly about Fire Emblem Heroes, but also confirmed the next Fire Emblem game. Um, yep. Just that they were working on it. It didn't. It wasn't like the Three Houses reveal. So um, it was the Shadow of Valentia reveal, or a bigger look into that, because this was just before Shadows of Valentia dropped. And yes, we're also working on a Fire Emblem Switch as well as Fire Emblem Warriors and. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, hey, we can dream, and if they do announce anything Fire Emblem-related, we will talk about it on the show. So look forward to that. Uh, But that is going to do it for this episode. Short and sweet. We had some heroes to go through. We didn't do much summoning. But next week, we will likely have, uh, at the very least, a... I I can't remember if it's a mythic or a legendary hero, but we'll have one of those. to uh, Mythic, right? Because we had Byleth last Yes, and also I mentioned it was Mythic earlier, but, you know. <laughs> that was over 20 minutes ago, Eddie. How do you expect me to remember that? I'm just remembering. I don't know. <laughs> no, you're absolutely correct. Uh, I should I should have remembered that. But you know what? I live in the moment. I live in the now. I live, I live in the podcast now, I should say. Uh, but uh, we are going to end the show there <laughs> as Eddie tests my memory. And uh, it turns out not great after a Monday. So if I'm remembering correctly, I think after that we have another special heroes right away in early February. Really? That'll be our Valentine's banner. Yep. Isn't it? Wow. Okay. A lot of special heroes. February 8th is a special hero summoning event. So that should be the Valentine's banner. Huh? And these guys are, yeah, these guys are special heroes too. So yeah, no. Okay. 
Have, when was the last time we had new heroes? Or are these new heroes? I'm so confused. These are special heroes. Beginning of the month, we had new heroes. Earlier That's right. in the month. That's the um, Joshua, Ascendant Joshua. Right. Good old Joshua. That's running still well, for a couple more days. The last three minutes of this podcast has just been an inside look at how much of my brain retains when it comes to <laughs> heroes. I mean, this this is kind of abnormal because usually they... I, I could be misremembering myself, but I'm pretty sure they usually wait till later in February to do it, but I yeah. don't know. Well, then there you go. The Faye channel for the Faye anniversary, we should have new special heroes at least, like, shown. Oh. Yeah, um, watch me go check from last year and find out, no, no, it was beginning half of the month for the Valentine's banner because they want it out for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Well, it makes sense to have it out before Valentine's Day, but but before, not before February. Anyways, we should uh, we should probably end the show there before we uh, reveal more of uh, of Ryan's amazing ability to not remember things. Um, but I do remember how to do this. Uh, visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. You can email the show feh at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You'll find uh, Eddie in there as Drelfear, and you'll find me in there as Ryan. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at Drowfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforce.net or go to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning.